Are you ready for action? Are you ready for fire, destruction, mayhem, conflict? Are you ready to say to yourself, I can't believe what I'm seeing? Is this real? Ready or not, here we go. Oh, and we'll cover Expendables 4 a little bit as well. In a world where the number of movies available is great, but many are so bad, you'll learn a new definition of hate. One man sifts and reviews through the movie sludge. One man will be the movie cop, jury, and judge. He goes by many names, but you know him by Movies America. Hey there, my movie maniacs. My fellow freedom-fueled film fanatics, welcome to this episode of Movies America. I am your humble host, Van Ebert, and I welcome you into my abode, Mikasa, as we go through The Expendables 4 in this episode. Come on in, relax yourself, ease your mind. So, let's get right into The Expendables 4, and I'm just going to go over just the plot a little bit. Just to Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. Kind of get things uh, kick-charged, or kick-charged, kick-started, there we go. And so, Expendables 4, once again, it stars Sylvester Stallone and Jason Statham, and there are headliners in this movie, and so... Sylvester Stone, he once again plays Barney, uh, the I guess the leader of the Expendables, and then Jason Statham plays Lee Christmas, his cohort. And when we first see them in this movie, Jason Statham's you know having a having a having a tussle or not having a tussle, but uh, you know having a verbal bout with uh, his girlfriend, played by Megan Fox, who happens to be another Expendable. And then uh, Sylvester Stallone comes on over to. Uh, to get his buddy to come over to help him out with something at a bar, they go to the bar. They get into you know they throw they throw hands, and it just goes from there. They get a mission to get some detonators for a nuke, uh, and a bad guy is trying to get his hands on the detonators that they're trying to keep from this bad guy. The Expendables are sent there on the mission. Yada yada yada. Is this gonna take a really long time? Wait. Okay, so. And yeah, this obviously this you know the Expendables movies are all about these guys and gals uh, going on missions and that kind of thing, and so this you know the Expendables four is no different. You know they go on missions that you've seen on plenty of other movies. There's a nuclear weapon usually involved, and a detonator, and a bad guy that they have to keep it from, and they have to try to get to the bad guy at some secret headquarters or a military base or some whatever you know and they have to fly over there and you got you know the 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 comrades in arms yucking it up and hey, you know just doing the doing all their doing all their stuff and so we've seen it plenty of times before and so we're just seeing it again for the 14,327th time 
uh, in this movie in Expendables 4. I know, not a, not a ringing endorsement for Expendables 4, and it's not meant to be, okay? And it's it's just a money grab, it seems to me. Now we're going to go more in-depth into expan- Expandables, Expendables 4 here, but uh, as you can tell from what I'm saying right now, it's not a movie I'm going to recommend that you grab your guns and your ammo and, and I was about to say grab your guns and ammo and go to the movie theater and watch it, but <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that, okay? Don't do that whatsoever. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, like I said, we're going to go more in depth in The Expendables 4 and I'll expand on why I, uh, I am not recommending this movie, okay? But while I'm thinking about it, uh, let me remind you to follow or subscribe, and I'm pointing down there because that's where the follow subscribe button is right there. And just click on that and it, t- it just takes you one second, one second. And then while you're down there anyway, hit the like button, which is usually a thumbs up button. And again, that only takes you one whopping second to do that. So follow, subscribe, then hit the like button, and then hit the notification bell right there if you haven't already to get notified of hot, sizzling, piping hot new episodes. Yeah, I think I'm saying that right. New episodes of Movies America. Notifications just for you, all right? Okay, hey. Let's move on with the show. Sylvester Stallone puts in more of a Pauly-like effort than a Rocky-like effort. Don't want to listen to this crap. He seems like he's always on the verge of catching some Z's in mid-sentence. The lines that the writers give him are so dull, so yawn-worthy. He's pretty much the conversational equivalent to saltine crackers. Now, if he's saltine crackers, then Jason Statham is wheat thins. Still a little bit more taste, but again, still, you'd eat anything else if given the chance. Now, they're obviously setting up Statham as the heir apparent or the successor to Stallone, since Stallone said this is his last Expendables movie. To be honest, though, Statham really is the only actor in this that shows that he's putting any kind of effort into his performance. Now, it does help that he has much better command of the King's English than the mumble-mouthed Stallone. That might be why the writers wrote lines for Stallone that sound like something out of a Dr. Seuss book or John Fetterman's diary. I'd make a corny joke and say the visual effects in this are expendable, but that would really be an insult to the word expendable. I keep hearing that the budget for Expendables 4 is less than the other Expendables movies, but Expendables 4 spent the same $100 million that the second and third movies uh, spent. Gotcha, bitch! However, this particular installment has really corny Sharknado-level CGI and green screen throughout. Now... I get that most of the actors in this have to constantly be rubbed down with biofreeze. Uh, they wear compression everything. They constantly chug Metamucil. And they need a nap every 20 minutes. So they can't be doing Tom Cruise level stunts. But damn, 
was this movie just filmed 100% in front of green screen the entire time with their entourage of doctors constantly nearby? Doctor? 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 Now, one positive about this movie is at least they did go back to an R rating, so you get some good blood and guts action in this instead of the sanitized for our protection Powerpuff Girls PG-13 action we saw in Expendables 3. Now, this show is spoiler-free, but the show this Thursday night called Movies America Spoiler Warning is going to be all spoilery, okay? I'm going to spoil you rotten, okay? And uh, this show that comes on Thursdays comes on at 7 p.m. Eastern, so that's what, 6 Central, 5 Mountain, and then 4 Pacific, okay? And that is just a show where you get a chance to discuss this movie in depth, spoilers and all, and you can live chat with me, comments, questions, whatever, okay? And it, the live chat doesn't even have to be about this movie. It can be whatever you want. So, but the 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 live chat will be, you know, about this movie primarily, okay? So, and uh, because this show is meant for those folks like me who, after most movies they watch, sometimes they want to have a more detailed discussion. And you're hard-pressed looking around for somebody to have that that detailed discussion about this movie with. Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? Okay. So, meet me, Van Ebert. I'm your guy for that detailed discussion on the show, Movies America Spoiler Warning. Again, this Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, and that's 4 p.m. Pacific, 5 Central, uh, or 6 Central, <laughs> 6 Central, Five Mountain Time, okay? And how do you join this show? Well, all you got to do is on Thursday, you can go to my at Movies America page on Twitter or X, and you can uh, click on the link for the Movies America spoiler warning show right there, or you can go to YouTube or Rumble, that's where the show's at, and uh, you can look up Movies America. Now, if you look up Movies America on Rumble, it'll work just fine. It'll bring you right to my page on Thursday, and you just got to click on the link for Movies America Spoiler Warning. Easy peasy, okay? Now, YouTube, yeah, YouTube's kind of stupid. YouTube's kind of dumb, okay? And so when you type in Movies America, it's going gonna, it's gonna to think you're trying to search for Movies America. And nope, wrongo, Okay. So what you have to do is right underneath where you typed in Movies America, you have to click on this little blurb that says search instead for Movies America. Click on that, and then that'll take you to the Movies America page, okay? Also, you might have to type in Till Death Podcast Network. Uh, that may, That's another way to search in YouTube uh, for the Movies America spoiler warning show. All right. Hey, enough about that. I hope to see you this Thursday night. Let's get on with the show. The rest of the cast in this is just as absurd as Stallone and Statham. They're mostly leftovers from the earlier movies that really need the money, or they just enjoy arranging the deck chairs on this sinking franchise. 
it's a little bit sad to watch these actors struggle to cobble together any kind of convincing enthusiasm about being in this. It's like watching a one-time movie star trudge their way through a 3 a.m. infomercial about a bigger, better laxative. The action star pickings in this are pretty slim compared to the first three Expendables movies. Dolph Lundgren and Randy Couture, they return because their accountants probably told them that they needed to. Uh, Iku Uweiss is wasted in this, and it just made me want to watch the Raid movies again instead of this. Uh, Tony Jaw, he's in this, and he does lend some quiet menace, but this movie also made me just want to watch Tony Jaw's earlier stuff, like uh, Ong Bak, instead of this garbage. Andy Garcia is in this, and Andy Garcia is far from untouchable in this, and he might want to handle his internal affairs <laughs> in order if he decides, or get him in order if he decides to do another one of these movies. Now, Megan Fox is in this, like I mentioned before. Megan Fox and Levy Tran are in this uh, to satisfy the Academy Award diversity requirements because God knows this movie is going to need to satisfy those requirements, right? <laughs> now, 50 Cent shows up in this as well just so they can play one of his songs during one of the action scenes. And he's here just because apparently... Little Wayne audition, but Little Wayne was apparently too um, little. Okay, everybody. Hey, if you would, just go ahead and subscribe and follow this channel. And then hit the like button down below. And then the notification bell as well so you get notifications of brand new episodes of Movies America. And those buttons are just right down there. It takes you like two seconds to click them. If you would, I appreciate it. And then get in that comment section down below as well. And, uh, yeah, comment to me. That'd be fantastic. I want to hear from you. And then also get to tdpn.locals.com. That's our website with all our great Till Death Podcast Network content. And right now, if you go there and put in promo code TDPN, as in Till Death Podcast Network, you get a free month of access to all the great stuff that's on tdpn.locals.com. All right, with that, let's move on with the show. And now, some random thoughts. <laughs> there is one part of the movie that I actually did like, and it's the part where Statham kicks a social media influencer's ass. I thought that part of the movie was heartwarming and uplifting, and it did give the movie a sliver of redeeming value. It seems like every day I see a social media influencer video that makes me want to send the transporter over to their house so he can transport his foot up their ass. Another thought is that the absurdity level in this movie is just USDA, three Michelin star, grade A, top choice, kid tested, and mother approved. What do I mean? Statham, at one point, he steers this huge cargo ship like it's a Kawasaki ninja. And another thing is... Megan Fox actually, for a few scenes, convincingly acts like she's not balls-to-the-wall crazy. That's what I mean. I'm talking top-level absurdity here. 
That's right, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's brew review time. And it's time for me to introduce you to the brew that I will be reviewing. Uno momento. All right. What we have here is a little innocent gun Caribbean rum cast beer, man. Yeah. This is some Scottish red beer. If the Scottish red beer took a lovely little vacay down to the Caribbean, found itself a nice Caribbean rum to settle down with, and got married. And you would have Innocent Gun Caribbean rum cast beer. Pretty good. This is good stuff, but I do have to warn you, it definitely is sweeter than any other beer that you've had, most likely. But in that sweetness, though, is some really sweet, cool, spicy rum notes with some vanilla and rich, not poor, fruit in it. And this comes in, it's like, what, 6.8 alcohol by volume. So it's got some effectiveness to it. I mean, not compared to, say, like a shot of bourbon or something like that. But, you know, for a beer, it's got some heft to it. All right. But, uh, hey, enough of me yapping about it. Let me take a tug off this bad boy. Fantastic, fantastic. So let me hold that up there for you so you can see that. All right. So, yeah, get yourself some of this. And if you can't find it where you're at, I, I wouldn't be surprised. It's kind of an obscure beer. You know, if you live in, like, a major metropolitan area and you got, like, a big booze store, like Total Wine and more, something like that, you probably find it there. But if you live, like, in a one-stoplight town – the best chances of you being able to get your hands on this was like drizzly.com or gopuff.com. I'm not getting any money from those websites, and I'm not getting any money from this brewery. So this is totally, these are totally impartial. This is a totally impartial review, I guess, what I'm trying to stammer out. All right. Hey, that's been Brew Review Time. <laughs> is this movie a woke after-school special? Other than plopping Megan Fox and Levy Tran on the Expendables team to score some points with Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, not really. To be honest, ironically, I don't think I was actually awake enough to catch any woke if there was any. Expendables 4 was desperately trying to sing me a sweet lullaby the entire time. All right, everybody. Hey, since you're doing me a solid by sticking around this long, let me do you a solid by letting you know all about Nature Clear Recovery Powder. Nature Clear Recovery Powder, it is a, just a powder that helps you avoid a hangover or helps you recover from a hangover, whichever the case may be. And it's very simple to use, okay? You just take this packet right here and you just pour it in 12 ounces of water or a bottle of water, your typical bottle of water, pour it in there, and you just drink it before you head out to the nightclubs, you know, to shake your booty or hit the beer patty, okay? And uh, now, if you're out and about, and you're like on your you know, 15th beer, and you're like, oh my God, I forgot to take my nature clear, what an idiot! Hey, you know what? Take it easy on yourself, okay? Just take it when you get home, all right? And you're good to go, okay? It's, it's almost like Nature Clear was pre-planning for this stuff, okay? They're geniuses. What, what can I say? And it also helps you recover from smoking 
and vaping as well. So this is an all-around Swiss Army knife of recovery, okay? So right now, what you should be thinking is, Van, how do I get my hands on Nature Clear Recovery Butter? Well, I will tell you. All you got to do is click on the Nature Clear description down in the, yeah, the link in the description. There we go. And just click on that and uh, just pick out whatever Nature Clear products you want. Get them in the cart. And then in the promo code field, you type in the promo code MOVIES, okay? And you're going to get up to 25% off your next Nature Clear order. Very sweet, right? Very sweet right there. Sorry, beer burp there. <laughs> Hazards of the trade. But, yeah, get yourself some Nature Clear, all right? Do it. All right, on with the show. This franchise kind of had a charming premise back in 2010 with the first Expendables movie. Get a bunch of aging action stars together in a movie directed by Sylvester Stallone for everyone to see kicking sentimental ass. I mean, he had Stallone, of course, Statham. Uh, let me read off some of these names to you here. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, Dolph Lundgren, Jet Li, Steve Austin, Eric Roberts, Randy Couture, Terry Crews, Mickey Rourke. In the later movies, we saw John claude Van Damme, Chuck Norris made an appearance, Scott Adkins, who you just saw in John Wick 4, Mel Gibson, Harrison freaking Ford, Antonio Banderas, Wesley Snipes, Kellen Lutz, and Ronda Rousey. They all joined the party. Even Glenn Powell, Hangman from Top Gun Maverick, was an expendable in Expendables 3. There was some star power and charm in those first three movies. Now, Expendables 4 just looks like the decrepit ruins of a once proud Expendables civilization. All right, everybody. Hey, let me take a minute to tell you all about a new feature on the tdpn.locals.com website, and that is my Movies America Mad Libs. So you guys remember Mad Libs when you were a kid? You know, you get the Mad Libs uh, pad with all the paragraphs. You can fill in the words. And if you were like me, you filled in like raunchy words in with the Mad Libs. Well, now we have the Movies America Mad Libs. And you can only get that on tdpn.locals.com. So what do you have to do to get to the Movies America Mad Libs? Well, of course, go to tdpn.locals.com. And just read over the three characters that I've created for Movies America Mad Libs. And then also read over like the first few lines that I've written. And where you come in is just like in Mad Libs back in the day, you get to contribute uh, creatively, okay? And what you do is for each of the three characters, you just have to add lines to the Movies America Mad Libs script, okay? So I have started you out with the first few lines to give you a little flavor of what the script is all about. And then for each of the characters, you just have to write a line for each character. One line per character, please. But you can write as many lines as you want. Go nuts. It's just you have to write at least one line per character. And then me and Ian and Sean, uh, the other uh, two here as part of the Unholy Trinity in the Till Death Podcast Network, uh, we'll look over the submissions, okay? And then we will read whatever you write 
live, okay? On this show, we're going to do a live table read where we read what you write, okay? And you can tune in and you can laugh your butt off. Even one of the characters is a woman. So, you know, one of us is going to have to, uh, you know, get in drag, I guess. <laughs> All right, so that's Movies America Mad Libs. And get there now. As we start to wind down this episode before we hit the old dusty trail, I'm going to give you my final thoughts and steal that concept from the late, great Jerry Springer, who used to give you his final thoughts at the end of every one of his episodes. And basically, my final thought about The Expendables 4 is don't go see this movie. Okay, I'm doing you a favor by telling you don't bother to go see it. Now, chances are you don't need me to tell you not to go see this because I doubt anybody outside of any of the families and friends of the stars of this movie are have even one shred, one iota of enthusiasm to go see this movie at the theaters. I mean, can you imagine? You got to like... You got to get up off your couch. If you got kids, you got to get your kids all dressed. Got to get them in the car. You got to make sure you got gas in your car. You got to drive. If you live in a big city, you got to navigate a bunch of traffic. Then you got to take care of that. You got to make sure the kids aren't screaming while you're in the car. Then you got to get to the theater. Then you got to go and get the kids out of the car. Make sure they don't get hit by a car. Get them inside. You know what I'm saying? Lots of hassle. Okay. Do you want to do that for the Expendables freaking four? Plus, I don't know. You wouldn't want to bring kids kids to this movie anyway. <laughs> well, I guess it wouldn't really make a difference. They wouldn't see anything inappropriate because they'd be uh, asleep within the first five minutes of this movie. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just never thought I'd see a movie where I cared about the stakes less than I do uh, with the stakes in your typical Marvel or DC movie, okay? But congratulations, Expendables 4. You did it. You did it, Expendables 4, you plucky movie. All right, everybody. Hey, you know what? I'm going to wrap it up, and as always, I'm going to say, get out there, people. Those movies aren't going to watch themselves. See ya. Hey, guys. Don't leave the video quite yet. Okay? I've got a popo. They're coming after me. And I don't have much time to tell you, but you need to like and subscribe this video right here down below. It's right down there. It's just waiting. No, you cannot It's waiting for you down there, okay? And make sure you watch these videos over here, too. You'll be doing me a big favor. I'll be in handcuffs pretty soon. All right, thanks for watching.